0: You are now in queue to join Game from the Gamers, a podcast where good friends gaming on PS4 talk about life, movies, relationships, other random shit, and well, obviously, video games. Starring Chad, Garcia, Trey, Xavier, and Corey. Let us put you on game. Game from the Gamers is brought to you by Exquisite Podcast Radio Network Shout out to Exquisite Exquisite. What's good everybody, welcome to Episode 16 of The Game from the Gamers Podcast I'm going to keep it kind of low key, nigga just got off work So, I'm a little bit tired But the energy's still there The energy's still there Um, I'm currently sipping on What is this? Not your father's root beer Um, And I have spiked it with rum It is delicious Um, If you have never tried that Try it, spike it with a little rum, a little whiskey Uh, It's just delicious This is going to be A kind of a weird episode Uh, I actually Have a lot of footage stored up From some previous episodes that uh, we've done And I want to get some of that stuff out Because it's really good content So it's going to be kind of pieced together Um, There's going to be a lot of stories from Daryl Who uh, Shout out to Daryl for sliding through He was on like episode 14, 13 or 14 Um, But he actually came through again And did a lot more stuff Told some more of his army stories Which are super hilarious So you guys are going to love that But I figured I would still get together With my homie Xavier Xavier, what's going on? What's up, man? How was your day? I know you was at work day was good okay so get this i'm at uh work and we do wedding events these motherfuckers put two weddings side by side why they did this i have no idea it was literally neighboring rooms neighboring rooms literally so the sound was fucked up everything was crazy man um They wanted us to try to drown out the band from the other wedding using speakers. So we was like basically in competition. It was nuts, man. Not only that, you can't put two brides next to each other. That's crazy. Bridezilla, like she
1: trying to take my day. Like, man, you know, that's no offense. I understand, you know, women don't look forward to that in life. So I, I get the bridezilla stuff. But yeah, that wasn't
0: a great idea. Yeah, not good. Not good at all. So, um, I mean, even as a groom, like wouldn't you be kind of hot though? Like
1: you'd be like, damn, like y'all kind of, you know, y'all kind of taking my shine a little bit. Like <laughs> that would be weird. Like I'm just thinking about it. Like even if I was in a like just being in my homies' wedding, like if there was a wedding in the next room over, I would have been kind of salty for him. Like I would have been like, like what what's going on here?
0: Yeah, I think. What sucks is the rooms are pretty much identical. They're just mirrored. So you could see where the other bride really went all out and the other did not. So one bride purchased not only the room, but like the foyer in front of the room. And then the other bride purchased the room and then two other hallways. And they hallways was lit. So it was like, but then the other chick, She had this crazy looking platter on the outside, like a desserts in the foyer. So I was like, damn, they probably went out loud for They fooled probably good. But the other one was jumping like it was a band or no, it was a DJ. And motherfucker was spinning hella records. So I'm like, yo, that one got to be jumping. But then the other one had a band. And I was like, that's got to be whack. So I don't know, man. It was just like, uh, I don't think that was a good idea. I wouldn't have done it. Um, but here's why, because they share the same entrance. So to, in order to get to oh, either room, yeah. you to, both parties have to go through the same, same areas.
1: But yeah. So logistically, it's a mess.
0: Mm. They was calling us all night, man. Yo, we need this done. We need these lights. Then it was crazy, bro. So, um, never again. Uh, not only that I always feel awkward being a black dude. Um, Working the wedding because I feel like I get disrespected like a motherfucker. Um, Call it what it is. But they don't understand that I'm not with the hotel staff. I'm with the audio visual tech staff. So my job is not to turn down the air conditioning in your room. So they this woman like is chewing me out about the air conditioning. I'm like, yo. I'm not I'm not in control of the AC. You got the wrong guy. You know what I mean? But we all look the same to them. Like, let me just grab one of these yeah. nigglets, tell them what the fuck to do. It's like Yo, I don't know I do to
1: let her get it all out and then be like, ma'am, I don't work for the hotel. Sorry <laughs> that you're having this problem. Enjoy your day.
0: Well, yo, we do work for the hotel, but we, we can't control that. So what we have to do is we have to call somebody for them. And I usually try to be like a little bit of a dick, like, hey, I'm with the tech crew, but if you need something done, would that's that banquets needs to do for you i can call them for you they're like oh, oh okay yeah yeah if you could call somebody like all right cool and then they'll see us like setting up speakers and lights like dude wrong crew it was bad it was bad man but um that's not even here what we here to talk about um shout out to the crew first and foremost shout out garcia shout out chad shout out trey um these guys are working hard as well going through it which is why this episode is gonna be kind of like a compilation episode because uh they don't have they don't have the free time right now Chad is back in school um, Trey is working like fifth over 50 hours or something a week Garcia's schedule is crazy so it was tough to get together this week and record a fresh episode but I did want to get this Daryl episode out anyway so um I'm I'm with it I say let's do it um, this is gonna be a good episode. Uh, but before we get into that, that that I almost said footage, uh that recorded material, uh, X and I wanted to talk about something pretty interesting. Um X, you wanna introduce this? I'm gonna look up the the technical definition of all of this stuff, but do you wanna do you wanna introduce this? Sure.
1: I'm sure some of you guys have heard of this. If you've taken it, you know, at school, uh, you know, in psychology or sociology, or even possible, like in a business class. But well, it's personality. So uh, we we took the 16 uh, personality tests to basically determine our personality. So just a little background on it. Uh, it was developed by mr jong let me get the guy's first name for y'all carl I do have it it's on top of my head yes carl jong He's basically the guy that came up with analytical psychology so it kind of breaks down you know your personality your strengths your weaknesses and then it goes a little bit more in depth um it kind of explains how you actually interact with others now others actually interact with you um, but that's basically what it is. Uh, if you guys want to know your personality type, it's 16personalities.com. Uh, if you want to go a little bit more in depth, you can do the Myers Briggs. That's the one I'm more familiar with. Uh, that's by Catherine um, Meyer and then her daughter, Isabel Meyer Briggs. Uh, that's the one I actually took in school at Capital. I don't know if you took that one, but that's when I was explaining to you a little bit uh, earlier. Like, man, it's it's a lot more personalities and it's it's a lot more in depth. Uh, I don't want to. You know, ramble too much, but that's what the episode is gonna be
0: about, guys. Yeah, man, it's really dope. So the Meyer Briggs is what we—I uh I actually called him at work because I had taken the test to do to my job, had me take the test, and it was it was pretty cool to to see what it what my personality broke down to. And the way this test is set up, there are I do believe four categories. And within those four categories, there's two options. Um, So there's uh, intuition versus sensing, introversion versus extroversion, feeling versus thinking, perception versus judging. Now, because this is just like, Uh, A little quick hit that we gonna do we might do this with the whole cast and, and get more into it But basically you can you can go on wikipedia or somewhere and look these up But they they break down to polar opposite personality traits, which will help define finer details within your personality so you take a test answer like 50 60 questions and It'll tell you whether you have One or the other and then they break it down by letter um, so you might have heard people say oh I'm uh whatever 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 and they 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 spit out these these letters the four letters that's what it's breaking down to to those abbreviations So Xavier and I took it and I am an intj um Xavier what were you? I'm an entj which is crazy because I feel like that's why we friends real talk <laughs> very similar people man we're almost identical minus the introversion versus the extroversion which i think was very apparent um in our college years because you used to party a little bit more than me now i have a feeling that you're not 100 like polar extrovert you probably lean a little bit more towards it but not all the way do you know your percentage on no. that
1: uh yeah give me a second let me pull this email
0: I up i don't remember my i think
1: with me i think with me i'm actually 65 percent extrovert so mm. i mean with me i think uh my personality comes out a little bit more when i'm in social settings like if i'm at work or you know i'm out with friends or i'm at you know a party or something like that I, i'm mingling a little bit more i'm at a bar like you know i'm mingling a little bit more um but then sometimes also too, I kind of just like to sit back and people watch and observe. So for me, it's, it's kind of situational, but as you can see, I'm 65% extrovert. So a little bit over 50%, which actually surprised me because I feel like I think when I took this test in college, I, don't, I felt like I was a little bit leaning more towards the introvert side. Because I mean, in college, even though I was going out though, I was always going to settings I was comfortable with. I knew everybody. So it wasn't like a new environment, you know? Right.
0: Right.
2: Okay. I, I really just don't like people telling me what to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, think you all understand how much of a problem
2: that is for me, man. My dad my
1: dad was in for twenty two. My dad was a drill sergeant. I was like, fuck this shit. Like, I used to not I, not not from him, but just like watching like commanding officers and shit. Like as a kid, I'm like, oh, fuck this. Like I used to watch them, them lieutenants and shit talk shit to niggas and talk to niggas however they feel like it. I'm like, oh, fuck no, oh, hell no, yeah. Man. Hey, yo, okay, here. Corey, my good, good, turn my AC I'm
3: back on. Shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, turn it back on, get it back on. Get it cooking.
2: You cooking, like like, man? These boys.
1: Like, these
0: man, boys why, man,
2: why? Why you in my face yelling and spitting, man? Like, like, <laughs> like you, you man, way, you way over there. Dog, I heard you clearly. Yeah, like, you know, you, what's funny. Funny. you, know,
3: you <laughs> know what's crazy, though. Congratulations! You can
2: talk to me in a big voice. Ooh, you're a badass. Well, fuck you, man! Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, this you, know I'm like, you know what? I like you. I'm gonna do this shit because
3: I respect you, and I'm gonna do this shit for you. You know what's That's crazy right. about that, man? I've been in the army for seven years now, and I can honestly say, I've only had someone in, in my face yelling once. And you know what, it what, it made me laugh. Do you know what this motherfucker said to me?
2: I can't even guess.
3: This, mo- this motherfucker, we had just did a 10 mile road march, and the last quarter mile they made a sprint with these packs on our back. My boot lace came undone during the sprint. So when we form up, you're not allowed to move. You're at a position of attention. No movement allowed. You're a fucking statue, right? So I noticed my boot laces untied, and this dude ain't even my drill sergeant. He's just a random drill sergeant walking by. He looks down at my boot and looks up at me. He goes, Harris, why are you so fucked up? I, I, I should say, I just, I just went hood, drill sergeant. He goes, Harris you are so fucked up you're more fucked up than a football bat harris you are more fucked up than a soccer puck if you've been raining dicks if you're sorry if you're raining pussies you'd be the one motherfucker to get hit with a dick and i busted <laughs> out laughing I busted <laughs> out laughing i was like i was doing push-ups giggling because like this, mother- <laughs> this motherfucker re- rehearsed that shit in a motherfucking mirror like <laughs> to to <laughs> <laughs> he said if it was raining pussies you'd be the one guy that get hit with a dick I'm like no <laughs> <laughs> no fuck your mama nigga, no <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh <laughs> How you in the first place man shit you know, that might be something wrong with you then. Like, if it was raining. If it's rain, I'll be I've been concerned with the fact there's raining pussies like that that had me thrown like that had me stung like if it was raining. You complaining? I ain't complaining, but it's throwing me like like I remember when I was a little nigga, I couldn't I couldn't pay to see some pussy. Now it's raining from the sky. What the fuck? <laughs> pussy. Man. I don't know what's in the rainbow pussy. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Nice and good, she <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, I was. That, that's, the, that's the only time a motherfucker has been up in my face, yelling and screaming. Like the whole time through basic training, our fucking drugs they they were yelling, screaming. But I never personally got fucked up. Like it's true. Like the saying that the hammer that I mean, the nail that sticks up gets hammered down. That legit applies in the military. As long as you where you gotta be at, wearing what the fuck you're supposed to be wearing at the time you're supposed to be there, nine times out of ten, you ain't getting fucked with. You really not. No, dude. They, they, my, my sergeant says your all the time: right time, right place, right uniform. You straight. That's you. That's three quarters of the job of being in the military. I shit you not. Three quarters of the job is being in the right place, the right time, wearing the right shit. If you do one motherfucker standing there wearing shorts and a t-shirt, and everybody else is in full
0: battle kit, well, nigga, we have an issue. And <laughs> you about to get fucked up. <laughs> So let me read a little bit about the ENTJ here. Um, uh, ENTJs focus on the most efficient and organized means of performing a task. This quality. Oh, God, I can't talk. I'm drinking and shit. This quality, along with their goal orientation, often makes ENTJs superior leaders, both realistic and visionary in implementing a long term plan. Um. That sounds like you. That really does sound like you. Um, They're also very business minded. Um, And they also excel in other areas that require uh, systems or analysis, organized thinking, um, or something that has to do with being like economically savvy. Bro, that's you. That's you all the way. (laughs) All the way. Uh, What else? They are dynamic. And pragmatic problem solvers. Um, They have a drawback though. So the drawback, however, these qualities can make ENTJs appear arrogant and sensitive and confrontational. Which, bro, that's crazy. Everybody thought you was a <laughs> dick in college. I had to spend my days defending your ass. To all them, uh all them white people. I don't know if you remember that. Like, I don't like bro, I don't like him. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, he cool, man. You just gotta go talk to him. Oh, motherfuckers did not yeah, like you, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, some of the dudes in the music program, nah, <laughs> they wouldn't fuck it with
0: me. Motherfuckers was not messing with you, man. So they come off as being arrogant and sensitive insensitive and confrontational. Um, but the thing about um, and I'm an INTJ, so a lot of this is going to be shared between us. The thing about the NTJs um, is that they come off. Be- I read another book that talk about like communication techniques, and one of the one of the languages, the the, the communication languages, was called computer language. And these people are very like blunt, straightforward, analytical, um, very fact driven, very assertive. Yeah, yeah like I've, they, I've
1: seen that one
0: before
3: with
1: the myers briggs i did in uh i think it was a business organization but yeah it, i were very assertive for sure
0: yes and so like we we will say things sometimes and because our personality trait has a tendency to like ignore emotion we'll just say it how it is and we expect motherfuckers to be cool with it and that's the hardest <laughs> thing for us like my girl would be like, man, but this this mom said something, something, something. Like, whatever, you still getting paid. You got a job. And what difference would it make if she want to do that? Just yeah. whatever. But she kind of wants some sympathy and telling me these stories. And I have to pull myself back and be like, all right, you have to be a little sympathetic. But our personality type is not like that. Like, we'll be very straightforward. Say something. And I know your girl do this too. Be like, man, what is wrong with this dude? Like, he don't got no compassion or nothing. But we... The one thing I read is our personality type does not have compassion for the sake of compassion. Like there has to be a very compelling not reason. Logical. No. <laughs> not at all. I always say this and people always say it's
1: the it's some asshole shit. But I always say emotions are temporary. People get mad, people get hat people get sad, people get happy, like You know what I mean? People flip. You flip through your day. You know what I mean? Like, every day, Mm -hmm. something occurs that you might be more happy. You might be content. You might be moody. Like, you you never know. Like, it's temporary. Like, you'll get over it. You're mad right now. In about an hour or two, you'll be chill.
0: You'll be okay. We'll be able to converse again. Yo, we the same exact person, bro. It's crazy. That's crazy. And we've never even talked about this. This is our first time really diving into... I mean, because in America, men don't don't share their feelings. So this is kind of the first time that we've actually talked about our... Like, I know that we are very similar, which is why we are friends. But we are more similar than I actually realized until I took this test. I'm like, yo, this sounds like Xavier to a T. I thought we were going to be the same thing. But I guess you were a little bit more extroverted, whereas I hate niggas for real. Like, I don't... <laughs> I'm serious. I don't, don't like, like people. It at all um i don't like large crowds i don't like ants no that's what i call them we call them ants yeah like you look at an anthill and make you nervous <laughs> or antsy like oh god <laughs> yeah. yeah no 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 no. i can't deal with that man um i can't do like one of the questions is do you have like a large group of friends Do you prefer a large group of friends or something like that and i told the dude i was like hell no He's like, really? I was like, no, dude. No, I don't like large group of friends. That's too many people to keep track of. Too many people that I don't care about. Like, at some point, there's some people in there that you really don't give a fuck about. I can only give a fuck about so many people. Um, but that's just that's our that's our uh personality types. I want to get into uh, a little bit more of the relationship side of this too. Um so I'll finish it up with saying, um, they say ENTJ. ENTJs appear to take a tough approach to emotional and personal issues and can be viewed as aloof and insensitive. In situations requiring feeling and value judgments, ENTJs are well served to seek the advice of a trusted feeling type. Yeah, my girl gets super pissed at this because I don't ask her for advice. I can't say pissed. She gets kind of upset. Because I don't ever, she's like, why don't you tell me how your day is or tell me when you're going through stuff? It's because I don't really, she's not really one of my trusted people. I really only have, like, two people, like you and my brother. Like, when I have something real big that's going on, I'll call you and I'll call Chad and I'll see what they feel. Because I trust, I trust their, uh, I know they're not emotional. You know what I mean? Like, I need somebody who's not necessarily emotional when I go and get advice, like, if I ask my girl, she's going to be like, well, you know that maybe they were just having a tough day. No, I need somebody to be like, no, that's totally unacceptable. Like, completely take emotion out of it. I need a logical response. I don't know how yeah, you feel about that. because
1: Kayla, no, because Kayla always says, she's like, you always think analytical. Like, everything's not analytical. I'm like, well, it is. Because if you think analytical and you think logical, that kind of kills half of your problems. Because when a problem arises, the first thing you say is, okay, how do I solve it? It's not, oh my god, my the all four walls are closing in, like I'm about to hyperventilate, like what do I do? like I don't do that, like mm. i I guess too, maybe because I think my parents also taught me at a young age to like control my emotions and don't let my emotions control me, so I think over time, that I just my mind always is like, oh, it's an issue, let me think logical, even when I was younger, you know what I mean, even you know in high school, you might do something get in trouble and then like fuck like they're about to call my parents like right? instead of me just instantly going to like oh I'm about to get in trouble it's like like, alright what do I do to get out of this like how do I you know like how do I get out of this and it's funny me and my mom was talking about um, this earlier too after I got off the phone with you and ironically our personality traits are very similar she's an IN uh, TJ
0: mm. word up Shout out to all the INTJs. For real? Yeah,
1: my mom, same
0: personality. Wow. She's way
1: more introvert.
0: See, I think that's dope, though, man, um, that these tests can really break down because I learned a lot about myself. Like, it's one thing for somebody to tell you when your ex girlfriends have told you something about yourself and you, like, whatever, you can of brush it off, but to read it as, like, a scientific fact, like people study this and this is your type. And I was like, wow, man, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I got some things that I need to be more aware of. Keep in mind that personality traits, they don't necessarily change. You can't change this. This is who you are at this point in your life, but it's good to be aware of the fact that you can come off a certain way so that you can, um, and, and dude, I know you just like me, you read a lot of self-help style books I forgot what this is called. I think it was the uh, that same book that talked about the computer type, talked about prefacing statements. Um, so they're not misconstrued or, or not prefacing, but uh, putting stuff on the tail end. Well, prefacing and then putting stuff on the tail end to make sure the stuff is not misconstrued. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. say X, Y, Z, that's not to say that dot, 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 dot. And so I've started to do that more because I know I'm so logical that I'll be like, yo, you need to focus on losing some weight. That's not to say that I know that you're not going through some emotional stuff right now, but in my mind, I can't understand it. You know what I mean? I can't understand emotional stuff, so I'll at least acknowledge it for somebody. You know, I. that's not to say that I don't I'll understand that. Now. I,
1: literally, I literally try to pause now and... Run in my head what I'm gonna say and think of the reaction first. Like that kind of helps me a little bit. Like mm. I, I do. I literally kind of pause. I try to be an active listener a little bit more, you know. And then sometimes, like you say, sometimes I don't know how to really decompose all those emotions that another person is trying to pour into me. So I just like I might like, fuck it. Like you're gonna get mad, but like this is the only way I can say it to you. Right. Like, I can't say it any other way. I um. And I-, I listen. It's funny because also, too, sorry for cutting you off, man. Good. I always tell Kayla, I'm like, I'm used to being the bad guy. Like, it doesn't bother me. I'm used to being a bad guy mm. due to my personality traits. Like you said, when the first time I, I learned it in college, I didn't really break it down. But it was just like, how I kind of figured I kind of figured that about myself. So like you said earlier, when those dudes were like, oh, he's an asshole. I don't like him. I'm used to it, which is why I said in the beginning, I'm like, hey, people either like me or they don't like me because of my personality trait. Like, I've accepted it. So I know that's why I have a closer, you know, group of friends due to that reason. Most people are like, oh, he's an asshole or he's, he's too absurd. I
0: just, I just don't believe in telling people what they want to hear. No, no. Yes. One thousand. percent I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you the absolute truth because chances are if I'm talking to you and you're in my circle, that's hard enough to do as is, which means I care about you. I love you. So I'm going to tell you how it is because I care about you. Um, That's just how it is for me. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. Um, I've also started to do, along with you slowing down a little bit, I straight up told my girl, um, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I thought it was a good thing. I told her that she should find a good friend that she can relate to on certain things. Um, I won't get into what those things are, what those discussions are about now. Um, But uh, we were having some discussions and she didn't really like how it was, like, being too logical about stuff. And I was like, look, you need to find somebody else to talk to about this. Like, talk to your sister. You know what I mean? Like, talk to your brother. Talk to somebody else because if you talk yeah. to me, this is the on- I can't. i can't see it. Like, I understand what you want me to see, but I 1,000% think that that's a stupid way to think about this because it's too emotional and you need to think about this logically. So what I've done is I've told her, yo, don't talk to me. When it comes to these things— x y and z you might want to talk to somebody else so um i, I, is I that think it's a, a great thing? disclaimer though i mean it it
1: sucks but i mean i think it's a great i think it's a great disclaimer though like okay uh one of my close friends stacy man uh girl when we first met and um i used to kind of be assertive and just tell her what she want to hear like she used to get really emotional about it but then as the years went by she just started to learn, like, okay, I'm going to come to you because I need to hear the truth. Or sometimes, like you said, she's like, you know what? I'm not going to go to X on this one because it's like <laughs> he's going to give it to me, and it's not going to be the way it needs to be, you know, or it's not going to be shaped the way it needs to be. But, you know, like I said, over the years, she knows, like, okay, if I need to raw truth, someone to just give me a logical, you know, answer. And just kind of help me get through this problem, like you said. Like, oh, I'm gonna call X, which you know like I said it, it's it's cool, but I do think that's a that's a disclaimer though. You should really give because I do. I'm like, hey, I don't think I'm the one for this
0: conversation. Like, <laughs> I'm not the one for this conversation. Right? Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm really not. It's not to be offensive. It's just more so to be like, yo, I don't want you to get upset when this don't turn out how you think it's gonna turn out because it's it's not gonna turn out how you think. So I'm not gonna give you the advice that you want to hear so let's not even do this um yeah. the only different difference that i'm seeing in our breakdowns is um well there's a couple differences in the intj it's pretty much the same the only thing is the is the introvertedness kind of throws the whole thing for a whole different loop um so uh when when you and i for example were making like plans to hang out and stuff you'd be like yo i'm about to go to this house party it's about to be lit um all of the same concepts would apply we both would be thinking about the same thing is the area safe is this yada yada but because i'm introverted chances are i wouldn't gonna go um so we didn't end up hanging out a lot a lot like outside of like small house gatherings and shit like that just because I don't, again, I don't really fuck with people. So uh, yeah. I've learned that about myself.
1: I do love when y'all got out of basic training, though, when we were stationed in the Great Lakes because the Navy base, uh, their boot camp
3: was up there, man. Yeah, up there by Michigan. You already know, fresh out of basic training, they was on it. Oh, yeah. Them fucked up ass haircuts them, them bullshit ass haircuts man Boy, I remember the first, I remember man when I got there, I ain't never had my head shaved before, I done had a ball fade but I ain't never been my head shaved man, they fucking took them clippers to my scalp I swear to God, my soul left my cranium, nigga. Like, ah, ah, ah. They went against the grain. They gripped me by my temples. I'm like, man, and it was a female. I'm like, this bitch about to get punched in her titty if she don't release my fucking scalp like this, man. They gave you the, <laughs> <in> the <nature. laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I was going to fucking hit her with the ooh wee. Uh, drop my heel on her forehead. She fucking didn't let my scalp go like that. Oh, my God. That was that was that was shitty. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> and then and then um another thing was uh I, my uh, call sign my little nickname for my squad was smooth. That's why my Facebook name is Daryl Smooth Harris. And it wasn't because of how I talked to people. I didn't develop that till later. I was kind of a hothead when I was there, especially amongst my peers, because I had some dumb motherfuckers with me. I got named Smooth because when I first enlisted, I couldn't grow facial hair, at all. What? Like, even right now, yeah, none at all. Like, right now, even my, my beard, I'm part Native American, so my beard, like, it's scruffy, it's like patchwork. It doesn't grow in very well.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, same, nigga, same
3: here, man. So, so, my shit, I didn't have to shave all of basic. And I've seen niggas crawl through sand for miles for not shaving in the morning. And my drill sergeant's coming down the line, looking at motherfuckers' faces. Did you shave this morning, pride? Yes, drill sergeant. Motherfucker, you ain't shaved. Get on your fucking face. Man. So niggas doing push-ups. This nigga walk over to me. He looked me square in my face. Look at my chin. He just keep moving. <laughs> and, uh, uh, some. Oh man, I remember it was Knox. Fuck that nigga. I whooped his ass in the barracks one time. But we gonna. That's another. That's another story for another time. Uh, this nigga Knox. Straight dry snitch, he was like, he was so a drill, so i like, alright, before we even get started today, who didn't shave this morning? And like, they expect you to tell on yourself, because they're giving you a chance to like go shave before they fuck you up, you know what I mean? This bitch nigga go, Harris didn't shave this morning. Him, man, they looked Ooh, over at I him. That <laughs> <laughs> I <all> <laughs> they looked over at him like they was disappointed because he snitched. And then they looked over at me, and I had two drill sergeants in my face. And they looked at me and they looked at me. One of them pulled out his ID card and ran it under my neck, under my chin, to see if it like made any noise, like a scratching sound. And it was just straight smooth. And my drill sergeant was like, son, are you old enough to be in my army? You ain't got no damn hair on your damn chin, <laughs> and the one drill talking like, "Man, start eating some pussy. You'll be all right. You'll be all <laughs> right. Fall back in. You'll fall back in." <laughs> Man, I was like, I, I caught that dude in that that night in the barracks. I was like we was all getting ready for bed. I looked up, like, Hey, Knox. It's like, "What?" Like, you will bitch man <laughs> and your mama a bitch too and fuck your dog nigga because he was he he had like he ain't had no kids he ain't had no family he had his mom and his dog he was from the backwoods of south carolina and it was just him his mom and his dog and they lived like in a trailer on the side of a mountain somewhere and we all knew that about him so i'm straight mountain yeah, man. He lived on the side of a mountain. Man. He was a country ass, blumpkin ass nigga. So he, oh my like, man, fuck I'll your mom, blumpkin ass nigga. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. Like, fuck this dude, man. I was like, you, you a bitch. So and fuck your mama and that punk ass dog. He was like, what would you say to me, motherfucker? So he gets up off his rack. He gets up out they of his rack. You a motherfucker. He's white. He's white, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to stand up out his rack, man. I straight Spartan kicked his ass right in his chest and start whooping off in his ass. The big dude in our, uh, our uh, platoon, his name was Dubuque. But the first day, his name is spelt <laughs> weird. His name is Dubuque. 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 Oh, uh, The um the the, his name is spelled weird. It's hard to pronounce for an idiot, and apparently one of our drills was idiot. They called him Dubacue. So after that, we started calling him Barbecue because he was the big. He was big. It took Barbecue's big ass to pull me up off of him. Cause like I was literally on his bed with him beating his ass. He was like picking up pillows trying to use them for shields. Cause I'm just pummeling this motherfucker. (laughs) Whoa. No. <laughs> oh my God, man. And then, like, I, they pulled me off of even shit, and the one, our, uh, our, um, The dude who was in charge of our barracks, our little bay boss, he was like, he was a, uh, he was a Mexican dude from Cali. He was like, man, this is doing, this is doing shit for race relations right now, man. You can't have, you can't be beating up on the white boys, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, Rodriguez was a clown. He like, man, you, man, smooth, chill the fuck out, man. You know, it's doing shit for race relations. You know, the white boys don't fuck with us as it is. i'm like man <laughs> tell you what man looking back on that shit man one of the simplest times in my life basic training It was simple it was so simple
0: That's crazy.
3: yeah because you got motherfuckers telling you what to do exactly right, <laughs> you, know, man. you know there's no Shut up. there's no thought <laughs> there's no <laughs> thought involved. i'm cool with it. you pay me to not think normally i gotta think when i'm at work you mean to tell me I don't got a thing, and if I'm ever confused, there's a motherfucker with a funny hat, and I just go ask him, fuck yeah, it's like kindergarten, but I'm getting paid. <laughs> 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 and I get this cool-ass-looking uniform. <laughs> it's funny, because
1: my my smaller kickbacks, you always came to, you always stayed for a long period of time. But, like, anytime I throw, like, a massive party, you come through, show love, and then you be out, like, you be out like 40 maybe tops you know you'd be like ah okay she's she talking a
0: little bit that's cool getting the drinks. thanks for the drinks so i'll catch you later <laughs> <laughs> Just, i couldn't do it man like i don't know i start just like i start thinking about um one of the things i struggle with is i start thinking about the shit that i could be doing right now and in college i had first started my business when i first started doing the audio engineering thing so i was I was really like my mind gets really sidetracked when I have things to do, and so I feel like everything besides doing that thing is a waste of time. Um, to the point that where I won't eat. Um, sometimes I've gone uh, full days, sometimes your without eating.
1: Percentage is it's
0: high. Yeah, hey. it's very dude. It's, it gets ridiculous. I what try to be your, better. About is it? It. My percentage. What is your thinker? Yeah, what's your thinker percentage? Uh, I have to. I'd have to take it again. It, I'm, I took it on my homie's phone, but everything was really high. Percentage. It is very polar, like seventies, uh, high 60s, 70s, seventies, eighties. two. Yeah, like <laughs> that's what. I very polar. Um, the only one that wasn't polar was the judgment. Uh, what is it? Judgment perception. Um, back and forth. Whatever the two, I mentioned it at the beginning. Hold on. It's going to bother me. I think it's I'm a, like
1: 82% judging. And people, it's not judging the way you guys think it is as far as judging situations, you know, being able to be analytical, be able to make the right decisions.
0: Right. Yeah, no, it's not. What you, judging is not, it's not a, like you judging people but like a book by it, yes. it, its cover. You have to look it, it up. All. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... Yeah, so it says not necessarily more judgmental or less per- perceptive. Um, it's uh, what are they saying here? It's a measure of aptitude. If you guys look into it more, they really describe, especially just Wikipedia or any website that breaks, they break it down really, really easy to understand. Um, but I'm I'm pretty much polar on everything se- except uh, it's either intuition and sensing or perception and judging. Um, But I'm very polar. So regardless, like um, social settings to me, uh, I don't really give into the INTJs really don't give into social rituals or social norms for authority. So like uh, my boss, like my supervisors now, I don't really have a lot of respect for them naturally because. Unless you are, unless you can prove to me that you deserve to be an authoritative figure in my life, I'm not going to see you as an authority. Yeah, that's so, so funny. Yeah, like I, I I don't. I don't know, X, ex- gimme give, me, give me, help me here. It's like it's hard to explain. It's not that we it's, have it's a really, disrespect it's, for authority. Yeah,
1: you're 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 basically just trying to you're basically just trying to rationalize, you're not rationalized, you're basically trying to analyze this person's, you know, leadership skills and management skills in a way. You know, that's you know, you think about all the qualities and I guess the accomplishments of a leader and a manager and you kinda look at that for in your own manager, and if you don't see it, you're just basically like logically
0: I can't see you as an authoritative figure in my life because you don't have X, Y, and Z. Right. So, my direct supervisor, and this is no jab at my direct supervisor, he kind of, I can see where he fumbles in the motions a lot. And so, because I see you fumble, I see where you drop the ball, I don't respect you. I'll go to someone else before I go to you. Because I don't, I see you as like the midstep, almost like you, like you're not quite where you need to be. Yeah, you're the middle man, right? So I feel like putting faith in you will lead me astray. Whereas the guy who's uh, under the supervisor, but he's like the lead tech, he's on his job. I've seen this dude operate. He he does his thing. Like damn, like yo, homie's doing his thing. Even though he's not my manager, if he say do something, I'm doing it. Because he's right you know, 90% of the time. You know, you,
1: you know what your direct supervisor is, though, really? He just manages people. He's one of those dudes that he just gets credit for the work because he's actually managing the people. You know. Yeah, I can't do that, though.
0: I can't do those he's types like of things. It's like
1: the managers. project manager on, on a construction site.
0: Mm. I'm managing
1: all these guys building this particular infrastructure, so I'm going to get the credit for it. Yeah, fuck. And it's that. crazy you say that because like this particular situation you're in now, like that's how my first job out of college was. And you know, be- being any uh, analytical position, you can learn stuff in school, but you know, you have to learn on a job. That's just what it is. It's one of the type of positions you gotta learn on the job. And it was like this guy was literally the middleman. He didn't know shit. Like the girl mm-hmm. that was literally same position was me. I felt that she was more of a manager because she literally knew everything. She taught me everything. She could resolve every issue. Like. You know, he was just the one to be like, oh, there's an issue here. I see that. I'm going to email the person let, and let them know what's the issue. Let me know when it's fixed and let me know the solution so I can tell them. Like, I didn't really, you know what I mean? I don't respect you. Like, you're not doing shit here. You're not teaching <laughs> right, anybody. Right, anything. right, like, What do you bring to the table?
0: Yo. Like, you know, like you're not in the trenches with us at all. <laughs> that's, um, I once met a guy who was a millionaire and I asked him what he did to become a millionaire. I always tell the story. And he said, he basically, long story short, he got his hands dirty and he helped the people that he worked with. And to me, when you get your hands dirty, especially he worked a physical job, he laid asphalt. So when you get on your hands and knees and you jump in these machines and you know how to operate them, like that says something. But when you, when you, when you do a job and I'm like, yo, what does this mean? And you have to say, get with Jeremy. I can't quite remember. It's been a while since I've done that. Yeah. Bro, I have no respect for you, bro. How are you my manager and you can't do this? Like, I'm yeah. I worked you, at you Amazon. You never
1: lose the fundamental
0: skills, man. Never. No. The fundamental skills should always be there. Always, bro. It's like if I, I was working at Amazon and I asked my manager about the gear. A question about the gear. I said, yo, is this, what is the, what is the signal flow? I asked him something like, what is the signal flow in this preamp? Um, I see you got an EQ compressor. Is it in the order that I'm looking at? Can you switch the order on it? He was like, I don't know. So-and-so would be a good person to talk about. Are you telling me you're a supervisor and you don't know shit about audio? Come to find out. I later, I later found out none of the supervisors knew how to work the fucking gear. I said, are you serious, Manda? I was like, I'm trying not to cuss. Okay. Are you serious? <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, word, the gear, okay. you don't know how to how to record the talent with the gear to the best of its ability? I had to ask man, somebody that else.
1: Manager, that manager didn't know how to use SQL, man. He didn't even know how to execute a query, but he'd be like, hey, can you uh, vet some data for me, create a query? All right, cool. I'm gonna create a query. um, can you just run it for me? I don't know how to run the query. Like, bro, are
3: you serious?
1: <laughs> how you gonna be a manager over data and you don't even know how to use an application of that data and analyze, analyze it? Like,
0: like, what? Bro, I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. I I uh I struggle with that. Like a man.
1: Supervisor or secretary, that don't know how to use the damn
0: keyboard. Right. Like, fuck out of here um another thing authoritative that i i struggle with is the concept of god and religion because technically that is an authoritative figure and i struggle with that because there is no logistics in in religion religion is all faith and in and, and faith to me when people say you got to have faith that's basically saying you gotta believe in what you can't see and Trust that it will be good based on something that I have no proof of but if you just have faith in it It'll work out No, nigga, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because I feel like
1: my Views on religion change actually after I took after we took Philosophy and I took religion. I took both of those in the same semester mm-hmm. uh, Me personally like I believe in God like I, I believe in spirituality I don't believe in religion because like you said logically and factual stuff like religion a lot of religions just don't add up you know like a lot of religions are really fundamentally saying the same thing they're just saying it in different ways due to a culture but people are like oh i hate muslims and all oh, hate you know like it just doesn't you know what i mean like logically it doesn't right. make sense it's like you guys are saying the same shit like it doesn't make sense you know like or people be like, oh he's going to hell because he's not a catholic oh really well there's a person in haiti that don't even have internet and they don't have access to another religion outside of what they've seen so how are they going to go to hell for something they don't know? Like, you know, like, it's just logically, like, the, that stuff makes sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. Or, you know, like, tithes and offering. You got pastors out here making millions of dollars, and you're basically selling blessings, and, you know, you're selling prayers to people who really need that money because they worry about their light's going to be on tomorrow or if their kids are going to eat tomorrow. Like, you know what I'm saying? it's just, on that note, I, I do agree. Like I said, I, I believe in spirituality. I don't, I don't believe in religion. But. Right like you said logically it just doesn't add up it's too many examples it's it's way too many examples over the last i don't know 30 years for you to just kind of see why people should start to question things like this and i think that's another reason why as i got older I started to look at religion different because it was like you couldn't question certain things. You remember growing up being in church, like you ask certain questions or you read a certain section in a Bible and it's like, oh, no, that section of the Bible is off limits. You know, it's like that section is quarantine. Don't ask any questions about that section. Like, how are you going to teach something? But then when someone asks you a question about something, you're like, oh, I want to answer that question.
0: Yeah, no. it, Yeah. Mm hmm. Nope, I can't do it It, it, Too many loopholes in religion for me Um, I think religion is for people who need it um, For direction I think because of my personality type I don't need it for direction I kind of use Logics have led me down the right path of doing what is right Because um, Of the way my mind works And if you read into the INTJs, man um, That will make more sense I I I implore you all to read up on on all the personality types, uh, but specifically for me and X, the INTJ and the ENTJ. If you read into the personality types more, this will start to make sense, um, which will kind of make some of your friends make sense, too. You'll start to see where some of your friends fit in and in and, and who you can't really deal with. Um, we're not here to religion uh, re- bash any type of religion, but um, those are just our opinions and. Uh, yeah. For those in relationships, look at this because then you can really kind of see like, hey, do
1: me and my partner in jail or is this why we always fight in? Or maybe it's just people should do this and maybe it'll help the divorce rates go down. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I'm joking here, but I mean, honestly, I feel like if people actually knew the personalities of a person that they're getting involved with and actually – we're able to break that down and maybe understand them better, it would probably help with things or just might let people see like, hey, our personality traits don't match up. Like it's not ever going to work, you know, like me and Corey can never be with a girl that's like overly emotional. And, you know, if you say something too direct or too assertive, it would kill her, you know, it would make her extremely insecure. Like I could never be with a woman like that. You know, like we have to be with strong minded people. Like I, I could never yeah. be with a me- weak minded woman like any girl I've ever messed with in the past like that, like instantly it was a turn off because it was like, dude, like every time I say something to you, you're going to you're going to end up crying. And I'm not even being, you know,
0: bad here. I'm just kind of being honest. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, I- I'm just going to take a shot in the dark here and just take a guess. Since we're so similar, you probably wouldn't be able to do a girl with a mental disorder because I know I can't. My brain doesn't. No. It's not that I can't. It's not that I can't sympathize, peep this, I can't, it's not that I can't sympathize, it's that my brain cannot understand something so, so quirky, so unconventional as a mental disorder, like anxiety or depression, that you feel a way, but it's not because of any direct cause. It's because a chemical imbalance and that chemical tells you to feel that way. So then you feel that way. But then I'm supposed to validate the fact that your brain is fucking with you and that that emotion is 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 valid. But it's not. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to me, I can't. I tried it before. I and mean, I just it's, I couldn't it's do it. not not even just
1: not even just that for me, it's like dealing with a person that has a mental disorder, like that's going to take a huge portion of their life. Like there's going to be situations that are just going to be crappy situations. And it's just like me personally, it's like logically it's like, and eh, I can't really give up my happiness and you know, my structure and how I want my life for something that has nothing to do with me as far as in my body. You know what I mean? Like I know that right. sounds super selfish, but it's just like, eh, I'm not built for that. Like that, like, that situation, like, I, it sucks that you got to deal with that, but that ain't my life, you know? Like, that's not nothing I want to deal with. Right. And, again, like, it, it sounds, I know, yeah, I know it sounds bad, but it's just, if you guys read the personality types, you guys will kind of get to see the breakdown of, <laughs> you know, each person's personalities. And it'll under, you guys will be able to understand why we're saying the things that we're saying. It's just, like, with us, we're thinkers, so everything has to be logical. Or or rational like it's it's very random and very rare for us to do something irrational and we do when we do do something irrational We're like fuck like that was stupid. Yeah, yeah, you know, like we run things through a million different tests
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, and I was was just about to say that uh, it may sound dickish but That's the way it comes off like it's so logical and analytical and because we plan each and every step and because we've run this through a mental gauntlet so many times, almost like a computer, that's the way it comes out to us. Like It just has to be that way because data, science, math, all that tells you that that's the way it's supposed to be. And so it comes off dickish, like he said, but it's, it's not meant to be that way. Like nine times out of ten, if, if we were to end a relationship with a girl, we're
1: going to be the bad guy. At least through the the gauntlets that I've ran in my head through the tests, through the truth that would come out, we're going to probably be, you know, our mm-hmm. personality trait, honestly, it's a double-edged sword. You just, you learn to love it. Because technically, it's really a double-edged sword. Because yeah. for us, it's if, if we're not being truthful and we're not being direct, then we're not really being, we're not going to be happy inside because we're not being ourselves. And then if we are going to be truthful and direct to most people and be logical about things, most people are going to be like, oh, you're being a fucking asshole. Right. Oh, man. Like our personality, traits, man, you you correct me if I'm wrong. Like, we, I take subjective criticism extremely well. Like, I know, I know you probably do, too. Like, growing up, it just, like, it wasn't really something I had to get used to. You know, some people had to, like, get used to it over time. Time, You know, like some people still do is it's something people have to work on day by day because pe- some, you know, there's just I don't feel like people can just sit there and just kind of take someone just kind of breaking down all their flaws and their weaknesses. You know, a lot of that, I think that was actually in um, the explanation of us. They were saying we have we have a. Um, it's, it's very common for us to basically break down someone's flaws or someone's weakness, because when we're in relationships with people whether it's friend or a coworker or, um, you know, in a romantic relationship, we want people to succeed with us. So we break people down like, hey, these are your issues. Here's the problem. Okay, like, let's form a solution. Like, let's get it, you know, let's get it done. You know, like, that's how we think. But, you know,
0: how it comes off is dickish
1: when in reality is like, yo, we're trying to help you.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I do do that a lot. I'm trying to work on that because not everybody wants to be broken down that way. Um, and as for the criticism, I think I struggled the most as a kid with criticism because I thought those things had to change immediately. And my mom used to always be like, you don't take it very well. And as I got older, I realized that you don't have to do it now at this moment. But I used to get really frustrated because I was like, well, what can I do to fix it now? Yeah, (laughs) that was kind of like my like, okay, let's fix it today. Let's fix it this very second. Let's go. And I even do that now, even with the meetings, with the podcast, guys like it it comes off like yo we fixing this today like you know what i'm saying like i'm not re- i don't really put up for the for the for the, i wouldn't call it bs but for the um for the sugar coating or beating around the bush it's it's not really my thing let's get to it now let's get to the business yeah. um i wanted to read one part of this um i thought that it 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 really it says intjs may also be unresponsive and may neglect small rituals designed to put others at ease um that's me for sure for example INTJs may communicate that uh idle dialogue such as small talk is a waste of time (laughs) dude it really is yo my mom my mom told me the reason why I couldn't speak game is because I couldn't small talk and I don't. She's like, if you want really to get girls, Corey, you got to small talk. She's like, you don't small talk. I was like, nah, we gotta be talking about something else. It's a waste of time. You want to know
1: what it is? We we lose interest.
0: Yeah, quick,
1: so like quick. I had, I like, bro, you you. I basically growing up, just when you came to girls, you just you know trial and error. But eventually, I just like, you know what? This is one of those areas where I just gotta learn the bullshit. Like one of those times like, I gotta jump out of my personality trait yeah. because that's what it is, like it lose interest. Like it's funny saying this, but I feel like you know when guys always are like, Oh man, she put me in the friend zone. Like, man, I put a lot of girls in the friend zone just cause after conversing with you, I'm like, nah, I can't do this. Like
0: nothing you're saying is fucking interesting to me. Nothing. Yes. Been there. I've been there. There's been girls who are really fine. And people like, dude, Corey, like she feeling you. I was like, yo, she's a, she's an idiot. I can't do it. She, she has nothing interesting to say at all. But the girl who, there was a girl once who asked me, she was like in a zombie apocalypse in a world where everything is, is, is falling apart. What would you choose to do? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, what do you choose to do? She's like, I'll give you mine. She's like, I would own. She was like, I would go to any bar, lock it up and hold it down. Because once we clear out the zombies, people going to want to drink. And I was like, oh, shit. Like that became the most. That's the most interesting thing someone has ever asked me because it made me think. And immediately I like that chick. Immediately. Just off of that. No small talk. Like that's what she asked me. I was like, yo, I like this chick. She like to think. I like to think. I don't like I don't
1: like her answer, but I mean I I, I do like the fact that I, it made me think right now. Exactly. <laughs> like the first thing I would probably do is I go to an academy, I lock it up, and I'm literally probably stockpiling all, literally all them guns, like in the mm. I'm, you know I'm gonna have some type of vehicle that I can load as much guns
0: and ammo up as I possibly can, and then when you know I'm gonna head back to the crib. Her logic was that I mean, everyone, wa- in any time of whatever period that we've ever been in, people always drink. Like, her reasoning was was sound, bro. Like, she's like, people always drink. She said, so if, they do, though. if, if things are bad, people drink. Or if things are good, people drink. So she said, people will drink. And in turn, I'll always have something to bargain for. I was like, well, for me, I would hold down. I would go to like a grocery store or I would go to somewhere that has water because I feel like without water purification plants and all the plumbing and stuff going down, like having water would be a commodity. So wait, doesn't Walmart sell guns? mm, I think in some states, not all.
1: Yeah, then I'm going to fucking Walmart. Got everything you need there. You got weapons. You got security. So check. You-, you got food. Check. You got blankets. Check. You got air mattresses. You got everything you need. And that's what You I'm basically make a fortress up in there. But, I mean, that's just me thinking about it. Because apocalypse, people go crazy. So, I mean, it's chaos. But I, that's what I would think. If I had a close, you know group of friends you know just thinking about walking dead and stuff i'm probably going to take over a supermarket that has weapons
0: that's what i'm saying plus you can all the stuff within that store you can set up traps and alarms like it's so yeah, much you shit can you up, could do yeah yeah you have electronics you can set up surveillance like you literally
1: do everything you need yeah in some of them you might even have generators that can run on a backup for a while i mean that's you know that's just how i think about it I'm not. I'm, yeah, I i can't. I can't really probably even have this conversation, like you know, in a work chat. like, oh, what would really happen? Because I would probably say, like, oh, you know, I'm the type of person is, I'm probably gonna realize that. Well, the world's over, so laws don't matter anymore. So it's like, yeah, some of y'all probably got to pop too, just due to the fact <laughs> that it's survivor the fittest.
0: <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's just too logical for some people, man. You out. Here that's what I'm upset saying. Like, people, yeah, for so yeah,
1: that's that is that is too real, I guess. It's too real. I'm just being honest. Like there's only so many resources we have. There's only so much food we can eat or we have.
0: So yeah, maybe you got to die. Damn. My nigga. Um all that being said, uh this was supposed to be a quick conversation. This shit is 50 minutes. But um this is gonna be a this is gonna be a dope episode. Um, I appreciate you coming out, man. Uh, I don't want to get too much into it. We about to play some Warframe right now. Um, I don't know who made Warframe, but this shit's amazing. This shit is tight. All so
3: right.
0: I kind of think Destiny kind of took their
1: idea and reign with it because this came out before Destiny. If you think about it, like the games are very similar to gameplay wise even yes. just the mechanics of the games like the the loadouts like everything's very similar so that's very mm. we don't talk about that we don't yeah we but don't definitely all ch- check out the personalities 16personalities.com like i said you guys, read some of the things about the ENTJs and the INTJs. You guys will be able to understand our perspective and where, where we're coming from. But also, too, like take, like Corey said, take the test for yourself. You know, encourage your friends, coworkers, parents, just people you interact with well on the daily to take the test, so you guys can kind of, um, you know, learn to interact and communicate a little bit better. But
0: one, sure, yeah, communication is key, man. Um Please tell me I can keep at least one of them stories, man, for the podcast. Oh yeah, man!
3: I oh,
0: was telling you've been
3: recording, motherfucker. Yes. Oh man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Keep it. Throw, it. throw it. Throw it. on there. Throw it on there. Throw it all on there if you want, man. That shit. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck that nigga Knox, man. I hope. I hope you got Lou Gehrig's disease, man. Fuck that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> Damn. I, I hate that dude. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I It takes me a lot. I, even if I disagree with how somebody live or how somebody yeah, carry themselves, I don't hate niggas. I hate that motherfucker, man. If I caught him in the streets right now, I whoop his ass off general purposes. I would tell my girl to hold my baby's hand. I go. I would go pick a fight. Fuck that dude. <laughs> man, I know people like Fuck that, you though. and your third ball. <laughs> hey, fuck fuck your mama and that mangy ass dog man fuck fuck you <laughs> fucking try to try to snitch on me he ain't had nothing to gain from it that's what killed me like i understand if he snitched to get himself out of trouble i could almost respect it you a coward that's what cowards do he gained nothing from snitching on me except just to hate like what the fuck man?
2: man? <laughs>
3: Is crazy. Bill got to sleep in an extra three minutes because he didn't have to shave this morning. I swear to God. Like, that's all it takes. <laughs> right. three minutes. I skipped one step, and you know what? I lost my socks that morning, so you know what? Whatever time I would've spent, I had to sink. I spent rifling through my shit because apparently we had a sock thief. I don't know what kind of nasty motherfucker gonna wear another nigga's socks, but that motherfucker had my socks because I definitely laid them bitches out with my fucking fresh-pressed uniform that morning. Bitch-ass nigga. And when I find that nigga, <laughs> I'm whooping his ass, too. It's been seven years. Fuck that. <laughs> this nigga's so upset about me missing socks. <laughs> Shitty-ass green socks. Fuck that nigga, man. How you gonna steal a nigga green socks? Like they didn't give us 12 pairs when we first got here.
0: Oh, hell no. Oh, that's funny.
3: (laughs) Alright, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. done. I just got (laughs) lay labor.
1: Insane
0: over. (laughs) Oh, Oh. wallet. Yeah. You always got to do that. You always got to do that, dog. <laughs> always got to do that. Um let me drop this marker real quick. I love it, man. So Xavier, <laughs> what is this next topic? This is pretty interesting. I want to get into this. I want to hear about this 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 topic. Go ahead, kick it off. All right. So it's about the Overwatch League, and the
1: Overwatch League is basically esports. And What's going on right now is Blizzard, the studio that actually developed them, they're basically um, starting a league, and the league's already formed. But Blizzard's looking for about $20 per team buy-in from owners. So it's kind of crazy because people like uh, Kraft that actually owns the Patriots – He's one of the team owners. I know Shaq is in an investment firm with some folks who are putting up some of the money there. Um, Like I said earlier, there's a Texas oil tycoon that's uh, actually bought a team. Um, He's a billionaire. I think there's a couple other billionaires that are actually going to start actually buying teams because they think Blizzard is going to take eSports to the next level. But basically what a lot of these owners discovered is that Esports is pretty much the same type of uh, structure as conventional sports leagues. So, you know, basically, you know, how teams make money is because they basically have a venue, they host games, you know, they sell tickets, merchandise, et cetera, et cetera. And they're basically saying that with video games, you can use the same system because there's such a huge following, you know. Like when it comes to, you know, the Call of Duty tournaments and, you know, the Street Fighter tournaments, like there's a huge turnout from, you know, gamers from those particular crowds. So, Basically, this is what's going on they're they're in a way trying to create a league for competitive games
0: their own league and what what companies are doing this you said um." Well, Blizzard, Blizzard, Blizzard's the developer, and the particular teams
1: they have right now confirmed. They have a team in Boston, and the owner is Robert Kraft. That's the guy who's the CEO of Kraft, you know, like Kraft Cheese, and he's oh, also shit. the owner of the New England Patriots. Uh, another owner wow. is uh, Jeff Wupu. He's the founder of Sterling VC, so that's you know all that type of financial type of stuff. Another guy uh is in san francisco andy miller he's the chairman and founder of nrg exports um the people who own the texas rangers they're about to put an investment group in houston they're going to open up a team but basically there's the it's going to be about 14 teams in the league i know the rosters are going to be like 6 to 12 people Uh, i know their salaries are going to start off at 50k and you know based off of performance you know, their salaries will increase. They will have bonus structures as well, you know, like typical sports stuff. Um, also, two players under the age of 18 can also be signed. So that goes back to, you know, our discussion earlier, you know, with kids playing these type of games. But the thing is, players under the age of 18, they can't play until uh, they're 18. So basically that's kind of the only clause. Um, but, you know, they also, I think, have some teams forming around um, – you know, the world too, I think in some other Asian countries, but that's basically just the topic, man. Like, what do y'all, what do y'all think about that? Like, how wow. how do y'all feel that they're starting
0: to marginalize gaming? Whoa, man. That's well, first and foremost, um, this is crazy. This is crazy. And before we get in this topic, we do have Daryl with us. Daryl, shout out to you, man. Thank you for rolling with us, man, um, on this topic. Um, and I'm going to kick it to you in a second, but this is crazy. This is huge. This is huge for gaming. This is a, just a overall, this is a big move. Just the faith that uh, these big companies are putting in gaming. Like the nerds have finally won one, I feel like. Um, this is nuts. I, 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 I'm I at a loss for words. Like 50, 50K, you said, man? That's, that's a heck of a salary. That's, uh, that's mama, we made it. You know what I mean? Off video games, they start off at 50 K and the killer thing is, too. They also have
1: training facilities just like normal athletes like they're going to have all that. So they're going to be
0: good players and they're also going to get the tools to become even greater. The Hunger Games for goddamn Overwatch is what we looking at. That's tight. That's tight, man. Um, I'd like to see where this goes. I'm very excited to see where this goes i don't really have any predictions per se because i don't know i don't know how invested these companies are if this is just like a test run or if blizzard really like invested a lot and uh like talking to these companies and 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 seeing what it was that they needed and things like that but trey what are your thoughts man on these these big companies investing all of this money into uh to game leagues
2: sounds to me like it's more of a uh Get rich quick. It sounds like a, a smart investment short term. I don't mm-hmm. think this is gonna last. Gaming, yeah, as as cool and as popular as it is, I think this is a way. This this is this. Seems, this sounds like a get rich quick scheme to me. A lot more along the lines of shit that you would see with with groups like uh, like Amway and other type of shit like that. Like taking advantage of young people who are really trying to get into something that they think is cool. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just just the way that I see it, man. Like, I I don't know much about this so far. But, like, I I can see all of these investors, like Robert Kraft and all these people, I can see all of them dipping out of this in, you know, a year or two, not only to cover their own losses, but because they already made even more money off of it, and they're going to pull out and be like, hey, y'all fuckers are on your own. Mm. and I, that's just kind of what, what I'm expecting to happen more. I think, it's, I think it's a cool thing. I think it's innovative, and I think that gaming is at the point where whereas gamers are easily taken advantage of, uh, and that's what allows smart investors like The Crafts and all these other people to take advantage of people like us who think, like, damn, like, hey, this shit is cool. Like, mm. I... I have the potential to make more money than I than I make at my current job, where I work 50 hours a week plus. Right, right. And I get to play video games. Like, uh, it's it sounds like a dream to me, man. It's, it's just like it's just one of those too good to be true type of things. Wow. So I'm not expecting anything out of that. Uh, I know it makes me sound real pessimistic, but until I see uh, you know a few more numbers on it. This isn't going to be something that I'm really going to be trying to get into. Um,
0: right, right. That's definitely playing if you,
3: there. Go ahead, Darryl. Oh, yeah, if you allow me to chime in. Sorry about that. My mic was uh, acting a little fool. I had to, had to do some stuff to it. But anyway, going back to. The original point of you talking about, they salaries you was bringing up. Like, I mean, I went to Afghanistan. You know, I'm in, the, I'm in the army. I deployed to Afghanistan, and I tell you what, man, 50k a year, man. We don't even make that as soldiers. Anybody below the rank of sergeant won't even make that in a combat zone. And these kids, these young kids, is making that playing video games. Like that to me is crazy. And I'm, I gotta say, I'm kind of with Trey on that. Like, I don't, I don't really see. Um, the longevity, the longevity in in this kind of endeavor, it it doesn't seem like it's gonna be there because <clears throat> I, I think video games themselves, um, for a long time, they were kind of like a niche hobby. They just recently became more mainstream, where you know they weren't thinking of a video game where some dude in his mom's basement covered in pimples with a neck beard you know what I mean every everybody plays video games these days and it becoming more mainstream the way it has has actually in my opinion in some ways done detriment to the industry that's why we get all these half released games these games that are like you know not complete on re- um upon release and i can see that this environment of these pro gamers um turning to something like that where you get all these people investing money and they want an immediate payoff and if it doesn't come they hop shit you know what i mean i apologize y'all i'm gonna give y'all one fact no i apologize
1: the requirements of the investment was 20 million up front and you don't get a return on your investment until 2022.
2: Mm. Whoa. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take my say last say that,
1: talking so, point. Like I said, I, I, that's <laughs> on me, y'all. That's on me. I I, I was trying to trade was explaining I didn't want to cut him off, but that's on me. I, I didn't give y'all the information yet. Yeah, they don't get a ret- return on the investment until 2022. But the funny Whoa. thing is they did, they did the analytics on it. They did the analytics on it. And I know you did make a good point about um video games becoming more popular so they might be making less money but also i was going to say this I, i'm looking at it from this perspective of a worldview if you look at the asian market as far as video games and anime go they make bread over there they make millions off of that stuff so i right, mean right. even if it's not really popping in america you still have other parts of the world i mean you have to think there's things here in america that you know you can make money off of that you can't necessarily make money you know off of in japan so, I mean it's, it's also, also a marketing.
2: Mm-hmm. It also has to do with shit that you want to be involved in, shit that you're right. interested in, man. Like for a lot of these yeah, yeah. like anime type of shit and a lot of these video games that I've seen that are being created over in Japan, like like it doesn't matter if you're paying me fifty grand a year. I would not want to spend my fucking time and <laughs> money making, making doing shit like that, man. Cause you know what else makes a lot more money that I also don't want to do? Starring Brian, in gay sure. films. I don't want to do that <laughs> shit, man. i a of like, It's just not a way I would like to spend my fucking time. I'd rather work a nine to five. I'd rather work, you know, 49, 50 hours, however many fucking hours that I work a week and do something that, like, I'd be a little bit more proud of and a little bit happier with because I'd feel more fulfilled at the end of the day as opposed to making some other motherfucker money just in advertisements like or whatever the hell else he's doing like it's just i I wouldn't find any satisfaction in that long term it's just like like,
3: it's also another thing like we sometimes you got to separate you know business from pleasure for example i love to cook and as when i was younger i really thought about becoming a chef but then i noticed that when i moved out and started living on my own I didn't like cooking for myself every day, so I couldn't imagine punching a clock and cooking for other people all day. Then having to come home, heck, making myself a bologna sandwich would be something akin to torture to me after doing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, it would take it would take something that you take great pleasure in, and now that's your job. You know what I mean? It, it could, depending on what you're doing, like, Trey said, like, if you playing games that you absolutely, absolutely adore, so if you are an Overwatch head and that's all you do, um, and that you live, you live at, you breathe it, not normally, I it, it mean, it's only right to make money off of it, but like Trey was saying, if you're going to be one of those guys that's playing all kinds of games, like, you you couldn't pay me to play, you know, Battlefield all day long. I, oh God, man. Like, I wouldn't want to touch a controller after being forced to clock in and play Battlefield. Or mm-hmm. you can name a, a slew of other titles that's come out in the last year or two that, like, I literally picked them up. And everyone else said they were good games. And I picked them up. I played them for two hours. And I put them down. I never touched them again. I, I put money. I bought them with my money. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I agree with I agree with Trey on yeah. that one. I think I think y'all kind of like skipped over the word
1: league, the, the word league, like this is like a league, like mm. it ain't, it ain't like, it's not like, oh, I'm about to sign a letter of and I got to work here for three years and I can't go to a competitor. Like, that's why I said they, they, they compared it to sports. So that's what I was saying in the beginning. They compared it to sports oh, okay. analytics. Like, I, like, I agree with y'all. Like if this was an actual job or career, like, no, I wouldn't do it. But I mean, for actual league, like you never know where this could go. Like. It could lead to endorsements. It could lead to advertisements. It it might be, it might be like Trey said. It may not be a job that you can be respectable about. It may not be a hard-working job. But I mean, hey, like, I mean, me personally, I don't I don't knock anybody's hustle. Like, I mean, like like you said, man, if you're really in the Overwatch or you're really in Destiny, like that's what you really got a passion for. And if you want to, you know, become a professional gamer, that's really what it is here. Is giving people a chance to become professional gamers. Like, right? Hey, do you? I mean, I I look at it from I just I think it's positive for like the gaming culture, per se. Like, that's the reason I, I put this on the list. Like, I thought this was a win for the culture of gaming, because like you said, man, in the beginning, when people gamed, it was like, oh, you know, 32 year old living in his parents, you know, basement, you know, fat guy. He just games all day. But like now there's way more casual gamers, you know, like everyone games. You got games that athletes just play, just straight sport games. You know, you got the games that nerds play. You got, you know, you got the game. You, there's so many different type of gamers now. Like the the gaming box has been opened up, and now that gaming is on Wall Street, and now that the big players are seeing it, it's only gonna make it bigger. Like you gotta think, these dudes just invested twenty million, and they don't get their bread back till 2022. Like we talking about, Whoa. we talking about dudes that own sports teams like who spend tons of money you know what i mean like they they're used to they're used to taking a loss to make a, a, a bigger return later i mean you got i could see if they had a return on their investment maybe 2019 but i mean 2022 like that's a while, man yeah yeah yeah. like you had to do some type of some type of investigation and research like, like we said we're talking about billionaires here we're talking about the ceo of craft like you think he's gonna make a stupid business decision like you know what i mean like come on we talking about uh, oil tycoon in Texas, like that's that's real money. Like these dudes are invested like they do this,
2: like you know what I mean. Like these are business minds. But dude, I, I do fucking I don't hate don't. the Patriots, so fuck them. I, <laughs> I
1: mean, like I said, far far as doing the, I guess I'm looking at it from a business perspective, like from a business perspective,
3: and from the gaming culture, it's it's a win. I'll have to agree I mean, with you on that one, man, because, you know, giving somebody who wouldn't have an opportunity to step out and become a professional gamer who, like, like if they were on the fringe of the people I was talking about who, like, legitimately eat, breathe, and, and shit this stuff, to give them the opportunity to, like, try out, you know what I'm saying, and get in there and, and get their foot in the door, I, I'm for that. I, I agree with you on, on that and that aspect of the, of the uh, dichotomy of this. Uh, I really I really think that, that that could be viewed as a win for gaming culture I agree with you on that
2: not yeah. to play the devil's advocate but I'm gonna play the devil's advocate I always i like I like to be uh be a little bit more uh, objective about things uh, like even if I really like something I, I'd like to uh, play the other side just to just to see shit out um -hmm Eventually, like it doesn't matter how good I am at NHL 18 when it comes out. It doesn't matter how much, like it doesn't matter what league I'm in. Like shit, does not matter. I can make you know some money in a year because I'm so badass at this game. NHL NHL 19 is going to be up in next year, and I might be garbage at that game. People, these games change all the time. So in order for you to like really make something out of this, you have to spend your entire time getting to be the best at this game. and then you have to do it so quickly. you have to become the best so quickly that you're playing this game and you're the best before the game is outdated. Because that's so how games work the
1: difference. So what is the okay. difference with sports? Because these are sports owners that are donating. What is the difference with sports?
2: Football as a game is not going to change as much as these games are going to change every year. You can't just pick up football in one year and be the best at that at that game. You can't. You cannot just do that. It takes years and years and years. But a video That's- game like like I saw these these videos of these guys who were playing uh, Madden uh, 2012 or some shit like that. Like oh some some Madden from way back then. And they were like kicking that. Like this was incredible stuff to watch. These guys. I mean, this was you know still a new game, and this game was like six months old. And these guys are kicking ass, and they're like, this is some really incredible shit these guys are doing. But if you're a regular motherfucker, it doesn't like, like cool. That that that's cool and all that. But like, you don't have four years to prepare. If you have an actual life, if you have shit that you need to do, if you have school, mm-hmm. if you have. If you have um, work, like the people who are making money at these games, are people who have enough of a, uh, enough of a disposable income in the first place to allow them that time to become the best at it. So congratulations to them. They have someone else supporting them, aka mom or whoever the fuck else you want to say, mm-hmm. which is okay. Like there's no judgment here. If that's if that's what it takes for you to. For you to be number one video gamer, cool. Like that's that's on you. Um, But you cannot even pretend to compare any type of sport where you invest your physical effort and have to learn this game that is pretty much unchanging for years and years and years. So I mean, the
3: only reason the only reason every video uh, game changes.
2: As an example, is because that
1: th- those were quotes coming from the owner's mouth. That's the only reason I brought it up. They said that's the main reason that they did invest in the league is because it is similar to sports. Like that was Robert Kraft's like exact words. I know you hate the guy, but those were his exact words. No, I don't he hate said, the guy. I mean, well, I'm I'm just saying like. I hear you, but I mean, I'm I'm a go with the business minds That's just me. That's just me working in analytics, working in business myself. Like having almost four years experience you're working of like, in
2: I'm, analytics and business myself. I think that yeah, another so. reason why those people are doing that in the first place is because they're going to take advantage of suckers like us who only have to pay a $20 membership for a chance at this shit and who are never going to mm. really legitimately make a damn dime off of us. Make 20 bucks off of 2 million suckers. And look at how much money you're making. And that's I mean, yeah. me. I don't per I mean me yeah. me personally I don't,
1: I don't judge people how they how they hustle or get their money that's just me. There's
2: some shady people in this world who are making money off of off off of poor suckers who are making stupid choices, man. Like people like who were scamming like people Red,
1: like like Red Cross, bro. We just had a hurricane. Exactly. Red Cross has an investigation going on right now and they're supposed to be a nonprofit. So you can get taken
2: advantage of in any way, dog. It's it's the world. Exactly, man. If people are scamming people for their stupidity instead of helping the world grow man like that's not the type of shit that i can abide so that is another reason why i don't support people like that man they're gonna be putting out shit out, there, uh, shit out there just to give people false hope and capitalizing off of their ignorance i mean that's another part of the reason why we as a nation are not doing well because we're not helping each other out as much so i mean that's that's a topic for another time but like th- this this goes a lot deeper than uh than video games and oh yeah smart oh, money yeah, of course yes, it's yeah, a yeah, smart yeah. money making this decision for a small group of people this is not yeah. smart for the majority of the people the majority of the suckers who are putting in their own money you try to be a part of this. It's not like they just get selected and picked I
1: mean, out, it, like, it, it, you're making money It could,
2: start. it could, it could backfire
1: on the gaming community. I mean, who knows? I mean, as we know, sometimes when things become marginalized, they kind of, they kind of lose their, their quality and, and, their realness. So I mean, that, that could happen to the gaming community, which we all can agree would suck. You know, if, if the yeah, gaming ever- community got watered down,
3: like that would suck. That's so the point I was just making. That's, that's the problem now. Like, we got people, ever since, like you said, ever since gaming hit Wall Street, we got the issue with you know, how many games in the last year have come out incomplete, needed day one patches, or you got to... I'm use Destiny as a model, which I love Destiny. Okay, I love Destiny. I, I play the shit out of Destiny. But you get Destiny where they literally created the DLCs alongside of the game. And instead of giving you... That part of the game, they really stripped it out of the game and they're making you pay extra with season passes and everything else to nickel and dime that stuff back to you. And um, companies like CD Projekt Red, for example, show you that you don't need to do that to make money. They make money. Maybe not billions and billions of dollars like Activision and Ubisoft, but they still make money and they have a loyal fan base. I don't know anything about Cyberpunk 2077 because they won't release anything about it. But best best believe, the second it goes on pre-order, I'm giving them my money because I trust the fact that they're going to put out a good product because they don't have the same uh, uh, they don't use the same politics and the same uh, schemes that uh, that the, our American game makers make. So that that was the point I was making before about how this could go really sideways um, as far as the people at the top making all the money like Trey said, you know what I mean, and then the, these guys are just trying to look for, you know, their shot at being a pro gamer are going to get shitted on basically.
1: What do you think, Corey? I mean, I know you heard us kind of all, you know, have our different you know points of uh support or or you know non-support i mean you know and some of our reviews are mixed you know like i, like I said i do agree with some of the stuff tracy saying too so i mean what, what do you think man
0: i think uh from an objective standpoint uh the 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 situation at hand is is pulling everyone in a lot of different directions at one point i feel like the the you guys have stated that it's it's good for gaming Without a shadow of a doubt, some big corporation has decided to invest money, and that is amazing for gaming. What that means for gaming, in comparison to what it meant in the '90s, like like what gaming was in the '90s, this this is huge. So, um, I think that's that's that without question is something we can agree on. I think where the line kind of gets drawn is they're treating this like a sporting event, um, and. I think where we're kind of getting into a debate is where we put our values in terms of how valuable is the skill set to be able to do this and should we be paying these people that much? Along with that, we've talked a lot about kids in gaming and how kids dictate what games are. Should we be giving children these large salaries to play video games within tournaments? Not necessarily investing hours, but just in, in tournaments. Should we be giving them this money? So there's a lot of things happening right now, a lot of different conversations. And in my opinion, I think that, A, this is good for gaming. Whether or not this is um, something that I think a skill set is required or not, if we're going to talk about gaming and its skill set and its importance and its value, we also have to talk about drone racing, and we also have to talk about uh, uh, poker being on ESPN. So... I mean, it is what it is, right? Mm. Those mm. are sports, right, that don't really necessarily, should you be investing your time playing hours and hours of poker per day? No, but to somebody, it's valuable. So in my opinion, should we be comparing them? Absolutely not. Not, not everybody was blessed with the ability to dribble the ball, dunk it, or take a catch a football really well, or cradle Cradle the uh, ball in lacrosse. Not all of us are are born with that natural sports instinct. So we get in where we can fit in. In comparison to Kyrie Irving, let's say, there is somebody on the gaming platform who does gaming just as good as Kyrie Irving does point guarding, if that makes sense to you guys. So should that person yeah. be paid for that skill set? Yes. What does that skill set look like? We don't know. That's the thing that's important about this is that we have now created. I wouldn't say a new sport because competition has been gaming competition has always been around. But now people are getting paid. So now we got to have this conversation of who's the best. Now we got to kind of figure that out. Yes, a game only lasts a year, as Trey said. And I 1000% agree with that. Your ability to pick up a game and master it in a year says something. And I will say that. If you're able to then pick up the next game and master it, that says something. And that also should have a price value. Someone who does terrible the next year in the next game, I don't think they should make as much money. That says something about their skill set. So what we're doing is we're creating jobs. You know what I'm saying? We're creating a whole new sport. We're creating something new. And I think we should let it grow and develop into what it is. I agree with what a lot of you guys were saying. I also disagree with some of the points, but I will say... I'm excited about it. Some company is investing money. Now, whether or not they're going to sucker people into whatever, who's to say? I call people who buy tickets to Brown games a sucker because you know the Browns is going to lose. But people still (laughs) buy the tickets. (laughs) And I'm saying that as a Cleveland fan.
2: Corey, Corey, though, check this out. I would have said the same thing about Cubs fans three years ago. Everyone would have said the same things about Cubs fans three, three years ago.
3: Absolutely. I don't have a horse in this race. I don't have a horse in this yeah, race because my favorite football team is the only team in the league that at one point in time was rated worse than the Browns, the
0: Detroit Lions. Mm. <laughs> but that's all I'm saying. Why do we all like shit football teams, man? I don't know. I don't know. Because we realists. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, man, I mean,
1: I, I mean, I mean, that's the reason I brought up the topic. I mean, I knew we would all probably end up like debating a little bit over. It. Like I said, I. I think for the most part, like you said, we, we pretty much, you know, we do have some of the things about it we just disagree on. But, I mean, I think we do all, you know, there's a lot of things that we do agree on it. And there's a lot of worries and fears we all pretty nope, much have. No, fuck
3: you, not agreeing yeah. with you on shit. <laughs> Damn it, <Trang. laughs> you just, you just You just can't agree to disagree. Damn, man. My man, <laughs> just, my just,
0: man. <laughs> I have a question, though. You guys brought up something that was interesting to me which is that um, little kids whose mom is paying for all of this now has the opportunity to make some big bucks um, without any skill set. And I 1,000% agree with that. Where, I mean, you have a kid who is extremely good at a game and talented who has an opportunity to make some money. Should we be paying them for that? Does that feel wrong? Like. I feel like I can if I I can
3: weigh in on this one for a second. I feel like there's the opportunity for exploitation to happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like there, there, there is a huge opportunity for exploitation. That prime example. Um, I'm a competition shooter. Okay, like I, I love that stuff. And when I see these, when I see like competitions on on the TV and whatnot, when I see a 14 year old. Up there handling the AR like a freaking SEAL team member, like a like 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 he's a freaking SEAL. You know what that tells me? That tells me that his pops or his moms has had him at a range on a line for hours and hours and hours a day Mm. getting that good because that's how seals rangers delta that's how they get so good hours and hours and hours of beating at their craft now what kid you know has that much of an attention span, even for something they love? Even as a kid, for me, and I've been, I've been loving gaming. I tell you what, I've been loving, loving in love, in love with gaming since Metal Gear Solid for PlayStation One. That was the, that was the start of my gaming. Everything, even that, I would turn that shit off to go outside and be with my friends and ride my bike and play basketball and stuff like that. Like, I don't see a child having the attention span to want to just devote every waking moment that they have that's not, you know, school or other things on one thing, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, So that's where I see like a lot of exploitation happen. A buddy of mine who was really into Yu-Gi-Oh, he used to go to tournaments. Mind you, he's 20. he was 24 years old and he was going to tournaments and either losing to or barely beating 12 year olds, 11 year olds, who some of which can't even read on the level of some of the, the cards explanations. You know what that tells me? They sat across the table from mom or dad for hours and hours and hours of running through that deck, learning every single aspect of that deck. And that takes a lot of time. And a lot and in a lot of those situations, those kids didn't really have a say in it, and they didn't see a dime of the proceeds of, of them actually being there at the table. That was going to I mean, in essence, you know, you taking care of your kid, they see it because they, they have a house to live in, they have food to eat. But like that's not really going to them per se. It's going to their household. And in my opinion, it is not a child's job to provide for a household and that's saying me saying as a parent if takara was my daughter takara was an amazing singer you know what i'm saying if she was to make a a crap load of money doing it she got picked up by disney or whatever that money be going to her college fund stuff like that i wouldn't be i would still have a day job i still wouldn't be using her abilities to pay my mortgage you know what i'm saying Right. So I can see where a lot of exploitation can happen with that.
1: So in summary, you you're you're basically just saying like you would you would rather prevent, you know, adding another exploitation to the list, you know, because as we know, you got the Hollywoods, the music, you know, you know, school, etc., right, etc. Right, et right, you right. know, parents. You know, they overwork the kids to the point where mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. the kid feels like they they have no choice. So, yeah, I mean, I can I can definitely I definitely can't agree with that. I mean, you will have some parents out there, like you said, probably driving their kids insane. You know, you need to put the hours in. You need to put the hours in. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely can see that. I mean, and there's definitely you, a lot of angles.
2: Everybody like with so many athletes, with so many uh, talented yeah, musicians, like across the globe. The the father of Venus and Serena Williams, you know, same type of situation, and, and they Michael are Jackson I mean, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's dad. that like like you'll see this across every great. type of uh, type of talent and skill there is. I mean, if there's something that can be exploited, it's going to be exploited. I mean, I was thinking about this earlier. Like, if you have, let's say, let's say uh, I have um, my little brother, uh, who, let's say he's living with me. And he starts playing on my PS4 while, well, like, while he's while he's here and I'm gone, or whatever. And he's kicking ass at these games. Like, I I realized, damn, like this this dude's like legit. Like, he's the truth. I start making money because he is playing on my username. Like, that's that's another way to exploit people because you can't really verify unless you decide to put like some type of fingerprint ID system in this shit. Mm. Like, that's that's the only way to prevent. Some real shit from happening like that it's i mean there, there's just so much shit that's up in the air that it's there's there's just so many loopholes
0: yeah just we got to protect the kids and i think the i'll say this in closing the only difference that the only thing that makes this so different is that this is new singing it exploiting young kids and singing has been done since you know, the Jackson 5. You know what I mean? Like, it's been around so long, we, we've we kind of figured out how to do it in a respectful way. With video games, as a kid, a video game was just like something supplement. It was like a treat or something cool to do. Now you're telling me that my kid can make money off of it and they're really good at it. Like, I'm a little worried now, you know? Um, what? How do we handle it? We don't really know because it's new so once we figure that out i think we'll be a lot better but we're just figuring it all out and that's okay there's nothing wrong with it um but that's i i, I definitely agree with what you're saying daryl
3: thank you thank you and i know that was your closing statement i want to also uh, give you a shout out Corey, for letting me hop on the podcast i appreciate you uh allowing me to step on have a voice on here uh big shout out to you big shout out to Xavier, shout out to, of course, my boy, Hater Trey, I love you, man, and uh, I'll dive on this stuff again, <laughs> Trey, the hater, man, well, I, I love you, the hater, man, sure. uh, <laughs> you, you, all, you always, you, forget the devil's advocate, man, you are the devil, <laughs> <laughs> like, you
2: don't
3: even be, be believing fully in the arguments you be posted, posing, you're just like, well, what if this could happen, <laughs> Trey, you know it's not gonna happen, you know it's not gonna work that way, but what What did you do? I have a scientific mind. That's how I work. (laughs) I I hate
2: bringing these up, man. I question myself, man. I have my own beliefs. I'm like, you know what? I can't have this thought process just because I know that it's not. It's not a logical thought process to have.
3: Hey, man, and that's a that's a symbol of a strong mind, Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a symbol of a strong mind. mm -hmm. That's that's a sign of a strong mind, man. I I appreciate it. I appreciate right the force is strong with this one you know
2: i haven't even met you man but i like you too
0: yeah we all gotta connect up man daryl's definitely a cool dude and man thank you for your service man and everything you do um for this country man we can't let let you get out of here without saying that and this won't be your last time on here but i definitely want to say that to you because that's important oh yeah Oh, know yeah. that, you I'm know. letting y'all
3: know this right now. I'm letting you know this right now, man. I don't know if, if any of y'all know anybody else who serves or has served or whatever, but I'm telling you right now the reason why I and a lot of the guys that do what we do is because of y'all, the people back home that don't have to go and see the ugly shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The way how ugly the world can really be. You know what I mean? I, I do this so that. Y'all don't have to. I'm not saying y'all not strong enough to do it 'cause I'm sure all of y'all are. I'm not saying y'all not you know what I'm saying, don't got the fortitude to make it 'cause I'm pretty damn sure all of y'all do. But I do it so that the people I that I love.
2: I do it so that the people <laughs>
3: <laughs> I do it so that the people I love and the people that I respect don't have to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, much much appreciation to your shout-out, man. Uh, man. Mad love. Mad love all around to all of y'all.